0: Welcome to Read to Succeed with today a special guest is international negotiator Christine Mackay. She's agreed to share with us details of one book that she's read that has been truly influential on her life. Let's talk to her now and find out what exactly is that book, what is it about, and why has it been so influential on her. Alright well thank you so much Christine for agreeing to stay on and doing our little segment on Read to Succeed. Now I understand that you might have a book that you'd like to share with us. So if you'd like to go ahead and tell us about that book.
1: Sure. So one of my favorite authors is Malcolm Gladwell, and um, I loved his book, Talking with Strangers, which was released a couple of years ago. I think it was in 2019. And it was my top book of 2019. And it, I, what I loved about it was how he, so he has this great story at the beginning of the book that talks about Neville Chamberlain meeting Hitler. and. Chamberlain was the only leader to meet to ever meet Hitler in the Western world to ever meet Hitler in person, and every time Chamberlain came back, Chamberlain was like, "It's okay, he's yeah. not going to do anything," yeah. you know. And and so what the book does is it explores kind of how human nature actually defaults, wants to default to seeing the good in people. Yeah and and in my line of work as a negotiator and i uh, tend to approach my negotiations with a tr- from a trusting perspective yeah. and an openness and a transparency it was amazing to me to to read the various stories in that book of how that can fail me and when it can benefit me. And mm-hmm. so I I loved that book, because it allowed me to think about how I approach things in a different way. It doesn't change, change necessarily how I approach it. But yeah. it does give me a different lens to think through. If I see a behavior that it's like, wait a minute, I, I don't ignore that behavior. <laughs> it's like, pay <laughs> attention to that may explore that ask some questions around that behavior to see if that's a trigger or is that is that an issue is that something that's pervasive or is that just something that was you know something small but it, it just gave me permission to kind of have a different kind of conversation in my in my negotiations and in my personal world that I hadn't really thought about
0: so. That sounds an interesting book. It's not one I've read and it kind of sounds familiar, but I'm not sure that it, yeah, I've really heard about it. So it sounds interesting. I'm a bit of a World War Two buff as well. So um, yeah, the, what you said about Neville Chamberlain too. I mean, he really did not come out of that looking too good in the end. <laughs> <No>. <laughs>
1: so
0: yeah, that would be interesting to read read um, uh, about that in the book.
1: Yeah, it's it's good. I mean, he talks about like it's even like um, judges will pass a lean, they'll when they meet somebody, mm-hmm. uh, they will give a more lenient sentence in some in in a lot of cases than yeah. they will if they haven't met them, and so it just it just explores this concept around how we really do want to see the good in people.
0: Yeah, yeah. But,
1: but yeah, but sometimes we can get blinded by it.
0: We can, so. we can get tripped up by it. But yeah, I mean, it, ma- imagine if if it was the other way around, we forever saw the negative in people. I mean, if I had to choose, I'd much rather start from the standpoint of seeing the people from the positive than inherently from the negative.
1: Yeah, and, and, that, and he goes into that. I mean, at the end of the day, people are generally good we we behave in a way that you know we operate out of what we think is the right thing to do in the moment at that moment in time and you know sometimes the outcomes of those decisions are not necessarily optimal um but most people do tend to operate from what they believe is a a right place yeah um and whether that's actually ends up being true or not, I mean that sometimes that's in the eyes of the beholder but yeah. it was a really good book, it was really powerful and I mean I I think all of Malcolm Gladwell's books are absolutely amazing he has a new one coming out, I can't wait to read it um, and so he's, he's definitely one of my favourite authors you cannot go wrong with any of his books.
0: So. Wow, well he's not an author I've read of any of his books so um, I'll have to do that. That's the only thing with doing this little podcast is I've now got a whole heap of books to read read, (laughs) which is good. I like reading, but um, I don't spend enough time reading though. And now my final question for you is what style of reading do you prefer? Like do you do, or listening, do you do audiobook? Do you do, you know, paperback slash hardcover book? Or um, do you use a Kindle or, you know, what's your preference?
1: Yes, yes, and yes. (laughs) So I usually have three books going at the same time. Um one on audio, which I listen to when I'm when I'm walking around town or when I'm driving. Um, I have a Kindle that I'll read in the morning and yeah. then I I have a physical book that I'm I read in the evening um, before I go okay. to bed.
0: Okay, well, you've got to talk me through that now you've you've intrigued me. So I get I get the audio box you're walking around, okay? Yep. Now, what's the difference with the Kindle and then the book at night? Is there a particular type of book that you read on a Kindle versus the one at night? Um, Tell me a little bit about that. How does that all work? So, I'm not a huge fiction reader as a general rule.
1: Um, yeah. But if I'm reading fiction, I usually have a physical book and I read it in the evening. I don't like to use. I, I want to. I don't like to have my electronics a certain yeah. amount of time before I go to bed. Okay. So I just would rather read the the physical book. But yeah. in the morning, and my I have a kind of a little booth that my husband built during the pandemic, which is like loaded with lights, and so it's just easier for me to read on. Uh, on the Kindle when I'm doing and and those books tend to be a lot more business oriented books and I do notations on them and and stuff like that so um so that's why I have the two different kinds there's there's something about reading fiction having it in my hand that I prefer whereas the a business book or a self-help book or something like that is more sterile I guess is the word I come. So I, I don't need to have the intimacy with it. But a yeah. fiction book is a much more intimate read for right. me. Yeah.
0: And and in terms of your reading, do you do it every day or just kind of when you feel like it? And with your business reading, is that a regimented thing that you do? You know, like, do you have set times every day that you do it?
1: I, I read every day. I love. I huh. love to read. Um, so th- I, I love reading. So I usually read. I'm a very early riser. I'm usually at my desk by four thirty in the morning, wow. and I, I I get up around four. Um, I I love the morning time, and I do a gratitude. Um, journal uh, that I do in the morning. And then I have a half an hour to an hour that I read. Um, it depends on the book that I'm reading. Um, and so, and then I also write. So then I have a time when I'm writing too. That's right. my most creative time of the day. So. so that's
0: in the early hours.
1: Yeah, in the early yeah, early so hours.
0: I have to ask then, what time do you go to bed if you're getting up at that time in the morning?
1: I usually go to bed around nine um, right. Sometimes it, I mean I, I, I the other day I was up at three a.m. Um, but I, I usually go to bed. I try to go to bed at nine, so right. I get I get seven hours. So that's right. that's, oh, that's okay. That's a, that's that's nice a decent amount of sleep. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 And so. how about your husband? Does he get up at that time, or he sleeps through and you and you get <laughs> some quiet time on your own? <laughs>
1: no he does not he's not an early riser although he's he's he actually is annoyed at, as a result of the pandemic right because I get up so early he's now waking up at 5 30 and he's used yeah. to waking up at 7 and he's like I'm really right. sick of this 5 30 thing <laughs> <laughs> so now he's at his desk by 7 when he used to not be at his desk until 9 so right. It's
0: right.
1: Like he's he's gone through a, a bit of a change as a result of having me up so early right <laughs> But we live in a loft, a big loft, so it's an open space. So it's very hard to, you know, for me to be, you know, like i our bedroom and our living room. Everything's like all right there. So yeah. it's uh, when I wake up, it's not like I can close the door and have him yeah. not wake up. So
0: right, right. Are oh, we well, just gonna work through that one?
1: <laughs> yeah, that's why he built me a booth
0: <laughs> so right. that I can
1: come in and I don't. He, I can have a little door that I can shut. So
0: right, have your quiet time on your own.
1: Right, exactly. So,
0: all right. Well, thank you very much, Christine. Really appreciate you both participating in Insights into Success and Read to Succeed. So, thank you for your contribution. And um, I've got another book to add to my list. So, (laughs) thank you for that. (laughs) I need to be reading more frequently now.
1: (laughs) Awesome. Well, it's an honor to be here. Thank you so much. Great to meet you. I love your shows, I love what you're doing. So, Thank Thank you you for doing that. And everyone is just, is going to love, love, I can't wait to introduce you to my network. So
0: cool. Oh, well, thank you very much.